Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with February 28th and March 2nd, 1919, pages 212 through 214. February 28th, 1919. At 5.30 in the morning, a girl brought me a note from Father Tumas asking me to bring him the sacraments, since he was seriously ill with brain fever. If I could not come, I should send Father Vaitkevichus. After celebrating Mass for the Polish servant girls at St. Casimir's Chapel in the cathedral at 6 o'clock, I went straight to the patient, carrying our Lord. He made his confession very sincerely and devoutly. He did not want to receive communion lying in bed, and so, with the help of my server, knelt down. After I gave him Holy Communion, I talked to him for a while. It was evident that his imagination was overstimulated and his head ached. He was constantly holding his head with his hands and seemed very weak. I felt sorry for him. He is a talented writer, and his stories are very picturesque. Aside from certain weaknesses, Father Tumas is a very decent and good priest a man with a pure soul, an idealist, who loves his country passionately and is devoted to it with his whole heart. Perhaps he has become too involved in national nationalistic movements and secular concerns. Actually, he was ill with typhoid, not with brain fever. God grant that he may get well again. March 2nd, 1919. Last week, Father Vaitkevichus conducted a three-day retreat for the girls in the care of the Sisters of St. Mary Magdalene, and this week he gave a five-day retreat for the sisters themselves. He told me about the situation there. It seems that chauvinism has reared its ugly head there as well. One day, right after benediction, the girls began to sing God Save Poland, but they started too high and it petered out. I was very unhappy about the introduction of these nationalistic songs and other secular matters into church services here in Vilnius. Ne sacris misceantur profana. The secular should not be mixed in with the sacred. God will not permit this to go unpunished. If the wind should change, we may yet hear them singing the Red Banner in church. There was already there has already been such an incident at the Botswavik Cathedral, where, after a religious service, some young fellows started up the song Konop Konopnitsky's Troops, directed against the Germans. The organ barely drowned out the singers' voices. One of the sisters complained about her superior, who came from Poland and was an ardent Polish patriot. She is educating the girls in a spirit of unhealthy nationalism. The Sisters of St. Mary Magdalene take in fallen girls to help them straighten out their lives and also accept decent girls who are poor. As a rule, they never take their girls out to public functions, and even the Sisters' constitutions do not allow this. However, both the Superior and the girls took part in the famous Corpus Christi procession, which the Poles of Vilnius turned into a political demonstration, and because of which Monsignor Mikolkevich was exiled by the Germans. That sister also complained that during her novitiate in Krakow, the other novices would often make fun of her and call her names like detestable Lithuanian. They hurt her feelings. She herself was Polish and did not know a word of Lithuanian, although she had been born and grew up in Vilnius. 
That was why she could never get along with the Polish sisters who came from Poland. The evil that results from this unhealthy nationalism is evident everywhere. I also noticed it when visiting an institution, visiting the institutions of which Sister Czarnowska is in charge. She belongs to the Sisters of the Holy Family at Nazareth. I have not come across such chauvinism even in Poland. It is partly due to the persecution practiced by the Russian government. It created this fanatical nationalist sensitivity and chauvinism, which is unsound nevertheless. Father Kulesho and Homsky have considerable influence on the Sisters of St. Mary Magdalene, while Father Lubianiets has a similar influence on the Nazarenes. Today, March 2nd, the Bolsheviks released 18 persons who had been arrested at St. Casimir's Church in connection with Father Muckerman. Miss Grudzinska is still in prison. In the first entry, Blessed George writes of bringing communion to Father Tumas, who was ill with typhoid fever. Blessed George admired his writing talents. The footnotes report that he admired Matulaitis as well and wrote a series of articles about him that show genuine understanding and spiritual depth. Even gifted and spiritual priests can fall into the trap of hyper-nationalism. Apparently his journalism immersed him in the politics of the time. In the next entry, Blessed George wrote of a retreat for girls in a convent. The girls sang nationalistic songs in church. Blessed George disapproved of mixing the sacred with the secular. He feared that the next thing would be to hear communist songs sung in church. Apparently, the sister superior of the convent had been the instigator. There were prejudices among the sisters along nationalistic lines. This is not Catholic or Christian to treat others with disdain because of their nationality or even their presumed nationality. This is a trick of the evil one to divide people. Blessed George noticed the same problem in another convent. He attributes it partially to the persecution of the Russian government. The Poles and Lithuanians want to assert their national identity in response, but they go too far. He traces the problem back to the influence that some nationalist priests have on the sisters. We must learn to recognize the traps of the evil one to divide people so that we can avoid them. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.